Welcome to another episode on Human Like a Demigod. My name is Katrisa, and I am very humbled to be here with you today. I thought we would do this podcast on how to remain secure in situations or environments or instances where feeling insecure becomes a probability. There are always going to be moments in our lives where we will be tested to see how much we have learned thus far in our lives. And a testament to anyone's growth is being able to see that progression in one's thought processes and one's words and one's actions. There is a pattern to everything and even just the smallest little details make up that bigger picture. When someone says, well, I just didn't think about it. Well, you also didn't think to think about it. And we get to a point in our lives where there are no real excuses anymore. No matter how valid a justification may be, there's just none. Either you want to accomplish something or you just want the mere thought of it or the reward of it without actually truly understanding the intention of engaging in such action. Being able to gauge how important something is to you determines the value of that success. There are different levels to any situation in life. And every time we evolve, the level of our growth continues to be a testament to that growth in itself. So whether you have all the answers or you don't, is irrelevant. If you want to get something done, then you do. You ask questions, you make inquiries, and that starts within our heart. You don't have to have all the answers or all the knowledge or be able to ask all the questions, but if your heart remains secure, then it enables the mind in which to do so as well. To be aware of one's own feelings is how you tap into remaining secure in insecure situations. None of us are going to be secure 110% of the times in our lives. And fiscal security or physical security are but a mere fraction of the resemblance of what spiritual and mental security are. We're always going to be triggered or upset and you can't always be happy all the time, but you you don't have to always expect sadness either. Secure is the ability in which to remain stable and unfazed in every given situation at any point in time. So if you're in a situation where something is happening, whether it's someone talking or you're watching something, it doesn't really matter the context or even the subcontext of it. And you start to feel any kind of discord, any anxiety, any sadness, The first thing to do is to make sure that you tap in, you check in, you make note of it. And if you can't, if you're too preoccupied with something that you have to do, then make a mental note and go back when you can. But do not get to the point where you become completely unable to tap in 
because you will get to that point if it is not an intention to understand why you're feeling things but to just do things to simply do them then you're forever going to keep running in circles with your own self because there's no actual point of doing anything because you have no actual concrete path and to a lot of people that may not seem like um an important or even feasible type of process but it is every little step every little thought every little action that we take every effort we put poor put what <laughs> we put forth towards something anything or anyone it will have an effect onto us and if it doesn't flow let it go you are not responsible of the insecurities of other people it is not your job to bear the burden of the insecurities that come to you just because you feel them does not mean that they're yours one of the hardest things i think for humans to process is processing an emotional situation in which none of the actual emotions are yours to have um i'll give you an example you're at work and there's a lot of different discord and management isn't doing anything you as management can't do much of anything and there just seems to be a whole lot of nonsense pretty consistently and you're sitting in the conference room trying to put all the pieces together and voice the discord as effectively as possible and it doesn't seem to even matter it seems like you're being gaslit which is crazy because why would why do people do that i have no idea it's it's nonsense but the point is you walk out of the meeting feeling like okay i could have i could have done without all of that in my life okay like i just didn't need to know that that existed but apparently somewhere in the universe i was supposed to see it so i guess thank you because you can't say god bless you to god so <laughs> just shut up and you say thank you and you're like what is this teaching me what is this showing me and um i remember one time this happened to me and i called my mom and i was like i don't I don't know how to process this. How do you process something that's not yours to process? And they're sweeping the emotions under the rug. Simply being one of those people that's like, well, just move on. Like, just forget about it and keep going. Be like, no, if you don't process the situations and I don't care if you don't think that it's relevant. I don't care if you don't think it's going to phase you. The subconscious records absolutely everything. And one day it will come into question. And the more you bury things, the more you do not choose to acknowledge their existence, their reality in your world, the more other people are going to see a pattern in you that you refuse to see in yourself that inhibits your growth that you think you have control over that you don't because you have relinquished the ability to have control over the situation because you haven't taken the time and the steps in which to gain control in a very time manageable manner. There is a timer for these things and, and just try to go back. You can't go back and fix anything. So making sure that you understand in those moments, you are self-aware, you are, there's a big difference in emotional maturity, emotional awareness, and emotional intelligence. Emotional maturity is the ability to recognize when one feels insecure or imbalanced or, you know, pick one of the different variations of the word, but feeling not not great you know like i just don't feel great i feel like something is wrong i don't know what's going on that essentially in itself which is a huge problem consistently with humans and instead of self-medicating the problem away instead of picking and choosing which problem is more important to pay attention to which is not yours you can't gauge that emotional awareness is a being aware that you have emotions but you don't properly address them you don't give them the credibility that they need 
to be able to move forward and be more aware in your life. Uh, it's, it's, it's where we get the term emotionally unavailable. You can be aware of something and, and, and ignore it every single time to the point where your brain's like, well, you obviously don't think that this is important. It doesn't mean that it goes away. It just means that you're going to bury it. And one day it's just going to pop up and you're going to be like, since when? And it's going to be like, bro like since forever okay we've just been chilling over here in the back of your mind waiting you for get to waiting for you to get it together okay like what are you doing okay like it, these are the types of things that can you can build your whole life up to success but these are the types of things that are like karma you know she's sipping her sweet tea and you sit down with her and she serves you some tea and it is the same tea you've been serving to people for years without having the awareness in which to take accountability and responsibility of the effect that you have on the world around you. Just because you don't pay attention to something does not mean that it's not valid. Just because you can't see something, aren't aware enough to be able to see the bigger picture or the effect on any different situation does not mean that it's not there. This is how we have a, we can determine the different evolution of different species. And it took it took humans a long time to be able to get to the point where instead of hunting and gathering, we, you know, let's, uh, let's put the animals in one spot. Let's, let's like plant the plants in like one spot. So we don't have to keep like dying to go get things, you know, like, I just feel like that would be better, you know? And something that seems so obvious, people are like, oh, that's such a good idea. Cause it, it's a new, it's a new concept, but you have to have an evolved mind enough in which to be able to meet that concept head on to understand it. You don't have to pretend to have every fine detail you just have to have the objective and the objective has to match the intention so that's emotional awareness emotional intelligence is the knowledge that accompanies that emotional awareness you can understand why you feel a certain way but you can also still not do anything about it oh why did you do that well i don't know because blah 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 blah. okay but like like, are, are you gonna, are you gonna, are you gonna fix that or, or something? And they're like, what? No, what? No, why? Why would I fix? And you're like, oh, what? No, do you hear yourself when you talk? Like, <laughs> it's so crazy. And that's the difference in emotional maturity. Emotional maturity is the ability to take a step back and be like, okay, here's the awareness of the situation. Here are the tools in my toolbox of what I know is going on, what I need to find out, the answers I need to understand in this situation, and the logic that's here in order to help me to guide myself through these emotions. Because that's all that emotion is, is emotional energy. It is energy in exchange as a reaction to what we are dealing with. It is the human process, which is super not fun sometimes. Sometimes it can seem like an absolute lot, right? Like it's, it's a lot. It's a lot sometimes to be human, to have emotions, to be that caring person. I told my mom the other day, I said, you know what? I thought one day that I just, uh, <laughs> I would stop caring as much as I do. Like my, I, I would go through life and I, you know, I see, I, I'm a high functioning autistic. So for me, I can see a lot of patterns and things and emotions don't always make sense to me, which helps me to be able to be emotionally mature because I want to figure this out as quickly as possible so I don't feel like how I feel because how I feel is getting in the way of everything that I need to do with my life. It's just unnecessary. And I don't, I can deal with stress, but I don't do unnecessary stressors. It's, it's, it just seems completely like nonsense, you know? So I told my mom, I said, 
I thought one day I would just stop caring. You know, like you see other people as they continue through life that they just, that they settle, you know, that they just stop caring. And I'm never going to settle in my life. But I did think that one day I just like didn't care as much. I wasn't going to be as passionate. And I was like, how, how is that like naive, you know? And she'll be like, well, no, Katrisa, it's a good thing that you still care as much as you do. And I was like, yeah, but I, I shifted my priorities so that when I did care about something, it was about caring about the goodness. It was caring about the justice of humanity, fixing errors that I could fix, informing people of different things that would help benefit their life, like help the process of enjoying life. And what I realized, (laughs) which I'm sure most people do, is that, and I've said this before, the more you choose to do more the more obstacles will come at your door. But that is the purpose of being secure. Like I said, we're not gonna, if you are the person that just stops caring one day, then you really need to check in because that means that that choice that you had is no longer there. But if you just, if you exhaust yourself to multiple platforms to the point where you start affecting other people and, and you can't, you can't afford to take the time because your emotional bank account has been withdrawn and depleted and so little is being put back into it that the people that usually would receive that attention or your friends or your family that, you know, it matters and they can pick up on different patterns. When you, when you the opposite of, you know, ignoring it is, is doing too much, being a people pleaser, which will still leave you in the same spot as if you were to ignore the emotions. It is important for us to know our limitations, which is the first part of remaining secure. Know your limitations. Know how much you can bring to the table. Know what you want to achieve and be realistic. Don't try to force things. Don't try to push yourself. Be like, okay, I would love to accomplish X, Y, and Z. And I understand that given the current state of things, I'm not going to be able to do all of those things at the same time that I want to. So what can I do at this current moment in time? What are, what are my limitations? What are my attributes? And then how do I mix those two together so that they're not negating one another, but they're complementary, So it doesn't create unnecessary tension in my life. That is, that's part of awareness. It's part of knowing who you are as a person, knowing how much you can care about things, knowing and every single thing. Oh my goodness. What words are hard. It's fine. We're imperfect, whatever. Knowing every little thing in your life. Sometimes for some people, work is what takes more out of you. Some it's friends or family that take more out of you. If you're an introvert, sometimes it's a bunch of social interactions. Sometimes being in a grocery store is way too much. And for an extrovert, being alone is way too much. Knowing your personality type, knowing what you thrive in. And sometimes you need to address them. Maybe the things that you do thrive in, if they don't match what your goals are, then you need to reevaluate, am I... Am I engaging in activities that are benefiting me or am I trying to use tools in a toolbox that I don't need to use anymore? Knowing your tools is the second step. First step, knowing your limitations. And the second step to remaining secure and and seemingly insecure situation, like you never know when it's going to happen, right? You never know when something's just going to catch you off guard or something's going to make you feel a certain way. Like you can't gauge that. That's just life. Like you try to, you can make an algorithm, you can get close, but you're not going to get it every single time. And so being able to say, okay, what do I know? 
I know these are my limitations. I know my intention of what I want to do. This intentions go right there with limitations, knowing what you want to do, why you want to do it, and then the knowledge and then how much you can do. And then how do you go about that knowledge? Gaining the knowledge in which to be able to be consistently progressive is what will enable you to know when something is is a probable inhibitor, when something is getting in your way. It'll help you be able to see that and you have to ask yourself, okay, am I unknowingly creating this tension or is this an opportunity for me to learn something and do I have the knowledge in which to learn it? It is not It should not be a negative thing for you to tell someone or for you to acknowledge in yourself. Like, this is just, I'm sorry, I'll get back to you. I don't have the ability in which to respond to this in the way that I'd want to. You could say it like that. You could say, "Um, could you give me a few days, please? I'll get back to you as soon as I can. I don't have all the information yet. I will get back to you. And I appreciate your time and I appreciate your patience. You can do it in a professional way. You can do it in an average way. It really doesn't matter as long as, you know, gauge your environment, gauge your audience. You can't just say whatever you want to say. It has it has to come with a certain knowledge attribute. You have to be able to be self-aware and self-respected enough to respect the environment around you because you don't go to another country and be like, speak my language. If you want something, you have to You have to meet them in the middle. And it's the same thing with remaining secure. It's the same thing with goal setting. It's the same thing with anything in life. You can't just speak it. I know a lot of people talk about law of attraction and manifestation, but you can't just be like, okay, I want a tree of apples. Grow now. Boom, done. Be like, no, you have to plant the seeds. You have to water it. You have to make sure that if it's getting too much sunlight in the smaller pot that it starts out of, you got to turn it. And then when it gets, it grows the pot, you got to put it in an area in which it can thrive consistently to, to grow and grow and grow. And that takes time and it takes patience and it takes consistency and it's nurture versus nature. And you have to be able to understand how you function and the knowledge in which you have in order to continuously function in a way that becomes thriving and not surviving, where it becomes effortless, where it becomes autonomous. This is what's going to ensure your consistent success in remaining stable and remaining calm in very tense situations and remaining helpful and supportive and nurturing and being able to be the person that you want to be for yourself and the world around you. Because if we're going to do anything, let it be with humanity in mind and let it be something that helps us grow and let us remain grateful for greatness is bestowed unto those who are grateful who remain pure the moment that evil or negatory things make up your whole reality then it's gonna sound morbid like what are you living for are you living to die or are you finding something that's worth dying for it's the same thing when people are like oh i just gotta do what i gotta do like absolutely not man like you don't have to do anything you get a choice it may seem like you don't have a choice but you always do have a choice are you living to work or are you doing something that helps to remind you of your ability to work to live are you enjoying your life are you taking the steps in which to better yourself consistently as a reflection of your appreciation of life, of the gift that it presents to you? Are you engaging in seemingly unnecessary actions and activities and and things to distract you from feeling what you need to feel in order to take the accountability and responsibility to move forward with your life? And it's not easy. 
When you first make that decision, it's not easy. It's never going to be easy. And that's the third thing is being able to be gentle with yourself, to be patient with yourself, to forgive yourself of the things you didn't know. Because you can do one and two. You can have the intention and you can know your limitations and you can gain the knowledge. But if you sit there, you can have both of those things. But if you sit there and you keep fighting with yourself and you keep bouncing back between, oh, I'm just not good enough or I just, you know, victim mentality or it is just, you're inhibiting everything for no real logical reason. So you have to be able to check back in. And quite honestly, I watch a lot of different people where they have a goal and they do good. And then when they get when they get these obstacles that seem even more difficult than they've been to, they feel like that's, you know, it's a punishment. Like, oh, I must not be doing what I'm not. No, you are doing it. That's why it's meeting you there to, to give you the opportunity to grow even more. I know it seems a little backwards. I didn't write the rules. I got a few notes for the next world. Okay, the next universe. I got a few notes. Okay, I just feel like it could be easier, but that is... Those are the laws of the universe right now. Okay, like that's that's just what it is. And anything will stay in motion unless enacted by an outside force. So you will keep progressing. And when that when that that variable or that obstacle comes and challenges you, you have one of two options. You can push through or you can let it stop you. You can let it inhibit you and go backwards because life is hard sometimes. And sometimes things just happen and you're like, all right, man, all right, whoever is running this game needs to chill out because this is ridiculous and it's you're gonna you have to be able to be playful you have to be gentle and patient with yourself and if you feel down if you do feel discouraged then go do the things or go be around the people that help to remind you i know it's gonna sound super silly but like watch a movie you know like like moana or something watch the movies that are about reminding people of the goodness even though you can be met with the most adverse obstacles ever like this the ones that just feel like all right i feel like you're trying to throw me all the way back man i'll be like all right well let's see what you've learned you'll be like i feel like that's bullying be like i don't really care be like what have you learned you're like okay whatever there is a certain point at which we realize that there is no actual concept of free will you are only as free as how well you have lived life so far and that's not a financial statement it's not a you know a living statement it's it's simply about your mental aptitude about your emotional maturity how much have you learned thus far to be able to determine how well you do and how far you go in life how much free will are you actually giving yourself if you keep doing the same things you're not going to have many choices in your life but if you keep progressing the more challenges that you overcome the more options that you're going to get and this is the way it should be taught to us in school because it, the the concept is very very backwards but if you have any you want to dive a little deeper i would just uh, i would go read common sense um by Thomas Paine and, and I would go look up John Locke and I'd read his works because I mean I've said this before all of the books all of the answers that we would ever need to find I don't care who may seemingly have a new idea who goes on a TED talk who talks it there have not been any new real original ideas because the philosophers the scientists the thinkers the ones that all they had to do was pontificate debate have orgies eat good food and that was it that was their life i mean like you'd have a war every now and then but for the most part that's what they did that's all they had to do and for me that sounds great i'm a big fan of it but like i just how do you get to that point where you can live your life like that well 
What are your intentions? What are your limitations? How much knowledge do you have at your disposal? And what more do you need to obtain to be able to ascertain the goal that you have? Like, how do you get there? How do you reach it? How do you get close to it? And then how do you accomplish it successfully, autonomously? And are you being patient with yourself? Are you watering yourself? Is your diet good? Are you exercising? Are you practicing meditation? Are you practicing mental awareness, emotional awareness? Are you practicing being present in the moment? Not mindfulness, but mindfulness. Being able to separate the situation outside of yourself and really look like, is this about me or is this about everything around me? Can I make it better? Do I need to be here? Evaluating and getting in that consistent process of understanding that none of us are going to have all the answers ever, but there are those who have written the answers down for us and those are forever going to be accessible they're not like banned books or anything which is weird because like the bible is and you're like "Mm, what Mm." i'm not a super hyper religious person but i am an ominous which is i believe in all paths that lead to the light every single teacher every different religion got it almost right used to think that science was magic you know like every little theory did have truth to it's kind of like mythology these people worshipped a certain type of thing or being or entity or concept and then one day someone just kind of blew it out of proportion kind of like santa claus like saint nick was saint nicholas was a person who made toys for all the children around him in his neighborhood and then you know commercialism and propaganda i'm not going to get into it anyway side tangent it's fine (laughs) that is my lesson for today And I hope that anyone who hears this, I hope that you remember to forgive yourself for the things that you didn't know. I hope you grant yourself the opportunity to enlighten yourself. I hope you grant yourself the ability to accept your gifts despite any social construct, despite any other, anything in the world that could have limited you or made you feel like it wasn't worth it, like it wasn't valuable, like you weren't valuable because, because you are because we all are. We all are worthy of being the best self that we can be. We're all worthy of doing the work and being patient with ourselves and learning the skills, replacing, reprogramming what we thought that was important to actually what is important that helps us to relieve the tension in ourselves, to be all that we can be in an effortless manner so that we all can thrive simultaneously. So I hope that you do that. And I hope you become everything that you were meant to be. And I hope as we step into August that you continue that virtue, that you continue that intention, that you continue to embody emotional maturity, integrity, love, principality, all of the things that will formulate to the end result of absolute succession in a way that actually matters. My name is Katrice Durham, and I am so grateful to have had this opportunity and I will see you guys next time.